release the hounds. Hey guys, welcome back to the Video Dog Pound podcast. Mi nombre is Casey Ferris, and this is... <laughs> I'm. This is Dan. Danjo Calrissian. <laughs> Danjo Calrissian. Sure, sure. It's let's, been let's far too that. long. Um, yeah. Since we have recorded the last one, yeah. actually, it's been about on schedule. But this is the first time it's been that way for a while. Yeah, and we're very excited to be talking to you, especially that one guy who sent us a message and was like, "Man, I really want to hear your voices in my head again." Oh yeah. Now we have guilt. That was nice and encouraging, and now we're the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex from Toy Story. Yes, we are. Now we're Rex, as we always would be. Great. Now I have guilt. So Dan, what's going on around the pound? Uh, we've we've been very busy. Um, we, we actually experienced a first here Ooh, at RTH Studios not first. too long ago. What was it? We had to put a product down. Oh yeah, like old yeller. We had to old yeller a product, <laughs> to you guys. Old yeller a product out back behind the shed. So you know that's just something that uh, we've had to deal with this mm. this last uh, this last week or so. Um, you know what? But that's that's the method that that's that's trial and error. That's the yep. way this stuff works. And we're sorry. But we're not going to put out a piece of crap. We're not going to put out something that's that is the best. And that's kind of that why is the best. We're not going to put out something <laughs> unless it's the best. Okay, that's what I meant to see, say. See, that's that's a lot better. That's way better. That's what that's what you would have got. <laughs> we if made we put something out the first super week. awesome, but we're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah. <laughs> Too good for you guys. Yeah. So, um, but we do we do have other LUT packs on the way that are yes. good, and yes. we're excited for that. We also uh, have some some Wave Brigade sounds yes. coming down the pipe. We actually, uh, we kind of came up with a new direction, not a new direction, I guess, but a more specified direction for Wave Brigade that I think we're going to be going. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be rad. We're very excited yep. for that. And if you haven't checked out uh, WaveBrigade.com in a little bit, um, it's looking fresh. Oh yeah! By the mm, way, got a makeover on the um, website. It's tasty looking. Nice and so, tasty. Go to waybrigade.com. Check it out. Let us know what you think of the new layout. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we have a very cute thing coming out with fangs. <laughs> very cute. It's adorable. It's totes adorbs. You might say bite size. You could, in fact, say bite size because mm. it's fangs. Anyhow, wow. Um, if you guys use the code Video Dog Pound, uh, you get 15% off anything from Ground Control or Wave Brigade. And uh, it's because we love you and we are so glad that you're listening to us talking yeah. in your ear while you are driving in your car. Your 1997 Oldsmobile Alero. No one drives those. Literally no one drives that. It is certainly a 93 uh, Toyota Tercel Coupe. Ooh, a coupe. Yeah. I thought it was a sedan. A two-door. No, no. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. It was a two-door. So today we're going to be talking about <laughs> shooting at a venue, like yeah. shooting an event. This is something that uh, we do quite a bit yes. and I've uh, had, had quite a bit of experience, uh, especially lately shooting concerts yep. and uh, going strange places and meeting strangers and not knowing where to go or what to do. And, <laughs> and so, talking to other people who also know little to nothing correct. about the venue <laughs> who are supposed to. <laughs> yes. So um, hopefully we have some kind of wisdom to share with you guys that will help you Next time you need to shoot at a venue, whether it's a concert or you're you're recording a play or even like a wedding, um, it all kind of goes on the same. Yeah. You know, you're recording a performance and it's supposed to be good at the end of the day. Correct. Uh, and if it's not, 
then you only got one chance and you blew your chance. And uh, we're hoping to give you guys some tips that will help you guys uh, just have a really good shot at getting really good quality audio, really good quality video at whatever venue you're shooting at. Because mm-hmm. a lot of this is very general stuff that can be applied to like like those examples that Casey just said, wedding uh, a, a play, a choir, whatever. Um, if it is in a some kind of like performance hall, I'm a media professional, and I didn't turn the sound off on my phone. Yeah, I left my phone outside of the soundproof room. <sighs> I'm I'm the Tyrannosaurus Rex from Toy Story again. Yes, yes, I you have, are. I have guilt. Um, really, damn it. Uh, this all. <laughs> All of our tips come down to one thing. If you don't have $200,000 camera, just quit because your equipment is what makes you produce good things. And none of it is talent. None of it is anything. You just go and buy a really expensive camera and it'll automatically be good. And you're done. So uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Uh, so, so long, subscribers. See you guys. See you later. Take care. Bye, subscribers. Gosh. <laughs> no, we do have some good tips about uh, how how to start out this project well from from post production to all the way shooting through through the venue, and hopefully, you guys will end up with something that you're really happy with, that your client is going to be really happy with, and will help you uh, just be be better at what you do. Correct. Um. So yeah, we have we have a list of a few things, and they're not in a particular order, just the order that we thought of them. And so yeah. we're going to go through those now. Here the we first go. one is have good communication with your event staff. Yes, um, this goes a long way because uh, if you are at a strange place, like not your friend's house, not like some place that you know really well, right. you got to kind of at least have some idea of what's going on. Um, one thing we try and do is talk to like uh, either a like a director or an organizer or somebody who right. is in charge of the venue or at least the event that's at the venue. Right. So we've had like like we said we had a lot of experience working with um, like different bands that tour around the area, and so there's there's only a few you know good venues at uh, you know up in Portland that people play out most of the time that isn't the big gigantic like arenas right yeah um and so like the the smaller theaters the smaller performance halls it's it's usually easier to get a hold of someone there yeah than at like you know the king dome sure <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah um and more often than not they'll be able to point you in the direction of if, if it's not that person that you're talking to they will know who you need to talk to exactly so let's say the uh the event has a you know has a person who's in charge of like uh, the 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 media department. They're like the AV tech sound guy tech guy person there, right? They might be able to hook you up with that person's contact information because they're going to know more about this the the technical setup of the area better than anyone else. Yeah, and I think having communication with especially the tech guys, like I mean, it's it's good to know the organizers and stuff because you can kind of get a big picture of what's going on. Right. But like especially the tech guys, because if if you're going to be recording audio. Um, and you want to record from a mixer or you want to place a microphone somewhere or put a camera somewhere, sure. like knowing the tech guys, being friends with them is going to do nothing but help you. Right. Um, 
if you do, if you go into a venue and you're not friends with anybody, like nobody even realizes you're there, yeah. you're gonna have a hard time <laughs> because people are gonna be like, "Who's this guy? What's, what what's this guy? What is happening here?" Yeah, be super nice to whoever that person is. Buy yep. them coffee. Buy them Mike and Ikes. Exactly. Uh, slip them a Snickers, whatever you got to yeah. do to be super friends <laughs> with them. Bribe them with candy, normal stuff. You know. Normal adult things. Some people like brief jerky, whatever. Yeah, sure. Whatever you got to do <laughs> to make to make good relationship happen with that person, do it. Yeah. And the same goes for like security. This is especially like, so at concerts. You got to bribe security. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Give them cold, hard cash. You never bribe security. Just throw ducats at them. There you go. Nice, nice old timey word. Yeah, great. I'm bringing that one back. Bring, bringing it back. Just kidding, guys. Don't bribe anyone. Don't bri- well, you might have to bribe some people, but whatever. Except with the coffee and candy. Coffee thing. and candy. Seriously, cool. that thing works. Yeah. Anyway, we just try and be friends with people. Yeah. Like that's the thing is, don't be a jerk. Be nice and so don't be, act like you're be better yourself, than people. You know? Like don't act like you know what's going on. It's actually better to act like you don't know what's going on, but you are willing to learn, rather than just be. You know, pig-headed about it. Yeah. Um, like, we've literally went to places and, like, uh, the guy who's, like, organizing interviews for bands and stuff, like, I went up to him and I'm like, dude, I seriously have no idea what I'm doing here. Like, I've never been here. I have no idea how this works. Can you yeah. please baby me for just a few yeah. minutes? <laughs> and the guy's like, totally, man. And yeah. we were friends with him. Yep. We were totally friends with him. More often than not, honesty is going to be your your best friend here. And it gives them an opportunity to share their expertise about the area with you, which is yeah. going to make them feel very they feel better em- because of that. empowered about that. Like, cool, I can share my wisdom about this place with you, person who doesn't know anything. Exactly. And you you might know exactly what you need to do. You just need to know how to get there, and they're going to help you get there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So just be friends, uh, good communication with people that are there that might know more about what's going on than you do. So on on the whole security thing, because yeah. we experienced this just this last weekend, we yes. went up and did a, couple a shoot. Couple days ago, yep, did a shoot up at a venue, and um and and common practice at concerts, if you have an all access or a press pass mm-hmm. to record footage of the of the band or the performance or whatever's going on. Um, especially for for concerts, like in this case, it was a rock show. Down in the like the pit, like where they, where, where like they put up a barrier. There's a there's a span of of space between the front of the stage and the barrier where yeah. the security guards hang out in case like you know a kid gets thrown over when they're crowd surfing or whatever. Yeah. They can catch them and safely escort them to a a yeah. part. Right. It's a nice hallway. It's a nice hallway. So like yeah. that's that's also a place where like photographers and uh, videographers and people can go to get some sweet like up close footage, right? Yep. Common practice is anyone who does that kind of stuff, you're allowed to be in that area for two songs, the first two songs. That's all you get. Casey was down there getting some footage of this band who we had interviewed, mm-hmm. uh, the lead singer. They were totally cool with us being there. Super cool people. Way yep. cool. Like they were they were our contact person that showed us around the place. Yeah, like, they were our friends. They, they babied us for a while. They were our friends. Casey gets down there with uh, a GoPro. Yep. Very low profile camera. Security guard sees him and pretty much tells him to get out. Yeah. Right? Drags me out. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we had to contact our our contact person there. 
he who happened to be in another band, he came out and was just like, no, here's what needs to happen because that person didn't know mm-hmm. what we were doing. And it wasn't that guy's fault. He's legit doing his job. Yeah. So in the circumstance where you might feel like you're getting hassled or whatever, give people some grace there. Exactly. Because more often than not, they are just uninformed. They're not trying to be a jerk. They're not trying to bully you or pick on you or whatever. If if they legit don't know and they have very specific directions yeah. and they're just following them, like give the dude a break, give the person a break, take a breath, just ex- try to explain yourself as best as possible. Don't be a jack wagon. Yep. And, and just understand that like, Maybe you're not going to get that particular shot, but you can at least open that line of communication with that person so you can probably get the next one. Yeah. That's the thing is like... And and it worked. It ended up working out is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like I could have easily been a jerk back to this guy and yeah. just been like, dude, like you don't know, like I know poor people or whatever. Yeah. You know, because we do. We know the people who like organize the event basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that wouldn't have got us anywhere. And so what ended up happening is I just was calmly talking to this guy and he was calmly talking to me and I found out through talking to him and being nice to him that we can actually get authorization like right. still at the the event like we didn't have to just bag the whole thing which I wouldn't have known if I would have freaked out right exactly and so we were able to actually uh, get this guy informed and then he was super cool about it yep. right yep so being friends with people super good yes um, another thing that kind of goes along with this is uh, coming in and scouting the place ahead of time. Yeah. Now you won't always have this ability, but like, say it's a local venue, maybe. Yeah. Um, you might be able to come down there, maybe a couple hours before the show starts, at least, or even like a day before would be great, so that you know exactly what type of equipment you need. You know the layout of the venue, mm-hmm. and you can just be more prepared. Yeah. And and that goes along with uh, just knowing what kind of equipment you have available to do this kind of stuff with too. Yeah. Um, so another another uh, tip here is to um, do lots of tests with your gear ahead of time. Mm. Right. So like know your gear, and I know we've kind of talked about this before. Like yeah. this is totally a topic that we've kind of covered, but like it's just one of those common practices that you yeah. need to know the. Uh, like the life of your battery, right? Sure. You need to know exactly how long you can record uh, video at these settings on that particular right speed of card. Yeah, you know all those all those specific things that that I mean that's what we did before we went on our our first big like travel gig. Mm-hmm. Um, was like we did a test with like all of our batteries, all of our cards. So we knew exactly how long that camera will run. If we had to just hit record and walk away. Yeah. And we knew we were going to get X amount of time out of that. Sure. So like know that kind of stuff because more often than not, you're probably going to be using a, a multicam setup, right? So yeah. And on, on the multicam setup, um, if you only have one camera, um, I would probably go with a wide shot. Oh, for sure. Because wide shot, you certainly get everything. It's not the most dramatic, but you definitely capture the whole performance. You're not going to miss anything. Whereas if you're zoomed in, you might miss stuff. Okay. If you have two cameras, have one on the wide shot and then have one that's zoomed in so that you can cut back to whatever good shots you get with the zoomed in camera. Right. Um, I would also recommend uh, having a good 
tripod, a tripod with a fluid head. I mean, you have to get a nice tripod for these things because if you have a janky tripod that like wiggles and like moves, Gosh. it's it's gonna look crappy. It's just the worst. And there's no way you can make it not look crappy. If you have a crappy tripod, it's literally better to like uh, close it up and use it like a monopod because you'll get smoother yeah. performance and yeah. stuff just by like moving it back and forth yep. Yep. than you will trying to like pan this like crappy tripod. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I got a tripod on Amazon uh, a couple years ago and it's it was just like Bill's Burgers and Tripods <laughs> tripod. Uh, but it was a fluid head tripod and it had super good reviews. It was a hundred bucks. And I was like, eh. And I get it. And it, like, it's freaking awesome. Like, yeah. it's such a good tripod. It's really nice. And like, you, so you don't have to spend like six or $700 for a good fluid head tripod. If you have the money, you probably should because that, that will be a better tripod than the one I got. But it, sure. it's still plenty good for, you know, zooming in and panning and, and having smooth moves like that. Yep. So um, have a good tripod. Have a... Uh, a wide shot to cut back to all the time. Yeah. And don't have somebody handheld a wide shot. It might seem like, oh, yeah, I'll just have somebody, like, sit in the seat or whatever or, like, stand up and do a handheld wide shot. Don't do that because you're going to be – you have to keep it exactly in the same place for two hours or however long your show is, and that would be miserable. Yeah. Okay. Go and get a crappy tripod for that and just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> as long as the crappy tripod can literally – stay standing up yeah it can hold your camera and, and in that and honestly in that thing you, you don't really need a tripod you just need something that won't move yeah exactly right? i mean yep. if you got a ladder sure you can set the camera on a ladder yeah <laughs> you know do whatever safe for your equipment obviously Duct tape it to a railing you know all stuff it, it it sounds crazy yeah but you can It'll do stuff like done. that as long as your camera don't move yep <laughs> you're fine yep. um so on the gear thing, while we're talking about that, have a good like checklist or organization system in place before you even leave your house. Yeah. You know, have that in place. If you need something, um, we put together a, a gear checklist mm -hmm. at fangsfilmgear.com. You can click on the free goodies section there and you'll have access to a bunch of a bunch of cool stuff that you can just print out and use as a checklist so you make sure you have all your bases covered before you even leave your house. So yeah. that's another thing from us to you. So use it if you need it and um and hopefully that will that will help you out. Yeah. Um another thing kind of with the uh the equipment is if you can plug in your cameras, I mean anytime that you're going to record for a long time, if you can plug in your cameras in a way that isn't going to have people tripping over cords or be horrible. Oh, yeah. Um, you should do that. And definitely bring along your adapters. We went we went on tour uh, with Warp Tour, and we had a, a light and a couple cameras. Oh, yeah. And yep. we were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to be in bands' buses and stuff, and we're going to be outside. And, like, we didn't know that almost every tour, like, every place that we were was in this room with ample outlets. Yeah. And we're just like, and we're just burning through batteries and we're just like, dang it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard lesson. We, we over-prepared to be uh, cord-free Yeah, when the easiest thing would have been to bring a cord and yep. plug it into the wall and just rolled on that for years. Yeah. If you're going to stay in oh, relatively well. the same place, just plug in your camera. <laughs> Don't waste batteries. Yeah, for There's sure. There's no reason not to. For sure. So overall, 
Make sure you have the appropriate equipment for the venue you're going to. Make sure you have good communication with not just the coordinator, but like the sound tech person, the staff. Talk to as many people as you can. Try to scout out the venue as as early as possible. Yeah. I mean, at least early that day if you can. If not, again, just try to be as honest and real with people when you tell people, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Please help me out. The other thing with equipment and getting stuff plugged in and everything is you want to, if you have, audio is super important for this kind of stuff. Um, like if you're just getting B-roll of like a band, like we, we usually are just getting B-roll for bands, I guess. Yeah. But um, if you're recording a performance and you're actually going to like sell the recording of the performance or it's for a wedding or whatever it is, sure, you want to make sure you have good sound. Um, because people don't want to just watch <laughs> a two stuff play. With, without yeah. sound. Yeah. Um, so if you can plug into the soundboard, like if people are using a mic and you can be friends with the sound guy and be like, dude, can I just plug in my recorder? Like, and can you just send me the mics from your soundboard? That's going to work the best. Yep. That's going to get the best high quality sound. They've already done most of the work for you. You're just mooching off them, Yeah. which is great. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, a good idea too is if you have if you have the time and the equipment, it's good to get multiple tracks of things. Like if you have a music performance, and you have oh, like yeah. somebody who's playing sing singing and playing guitar, it'd be great to have the guitar on one track, singing on the other track, so you can kind of do some mixing. Yep. Um, because break, have, it's have them broken out as much as possible. Yeah, because sure. it's going to sound different through the soundboard than it does live. Oh um, yeah. Especially if there's drums, like things sound really weird just recorded through the soundboard when there's drums. Because the drums are so loud, you don't need to like turn them up that much. Right, so they're super right. quiet in the recording. It's, it's mixed for the house to hear, exactly. Not for a person necessarily listening to the board with headphones. Yeah, you know, yeah. the headphone mix. So, exactly. Yeah. So um, that's always good. And another thing is for sound, have a backup plan. And this is kind of what we were talking about last week, like having the right. You know, doing all the like audio hacks or whatever. But mm -hmm. if you can, again, like get your voice recorder on your phone and like put it on top of the PA. Yep. Like that might save your butt because yep. you never know if never know. like homeboy running the the soundboard just yeah spills his coffee on spills it. his coffee on stuff and is like oh man <laughs> I I should probably tell that guy I'm not going to though <laughs> and just lets it roll yep. on silence for two hours <laughs> yes no one wants to hear that no one wants to hear that including our listeners <laughs> even on a podcast. <laughs> So, so that's our, uh, those are our tips for, um, hopefully how to, how to get better audio and video capture at a, a venue, some kind of performance hall, something like that. Hopefully these are good tips for you to do that better. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully you learned a lot. And if you didn't, well, feel free to listen to something else. Yeah. And then let us know what that is so we can use Yeah. Their so stuff. we can learn. That'd be sweet. And then we'll just, we'll just tell you and say it's from us. Yeah, totally. Dudes, we have no idea what's going on. Um, can you just baby us through this? That would be sweet. Uh, uh, if you want more info about uh, us and what we do, um, go to rthstudios.com. Mm -hmm. If you want to uh, look at some of the concert stuff, the event stuff that we've done, uh, yeah. that's on Heart Support. That's heartsupport.com. And if you want good color correction LUTs, groundcontrolcolor.com. If you want good sound effects, that's yeah. wavebrigade.com. And if you want good production gear, fangsfilmgear.com. If you want anything else, go to google.com. <laughs> uh, there, there is something I want. What do you want? 
I want to find the outro button. Can where you is show it? Me? Can you show me? Where I it think is? it's behind. Listen, the... bro, I have no idea where the outro button is. Can you please help me bro, find it? It's totally cool. This happens all the time. I'm okay. gonna go talk to my guy. Okay. All right, and I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, you know what? It's right. It's right here. Never mind. For show notes on this episode, as well as more information on Wave Brigade, Ground Control Color, or Fangs Film Gear, go to rthstudios.com.